All right, I'm in a bad mood. I had such a fun thing ready for this, and it fucking was ruined by all all my technical problems. I was so mad when you started saying, "What's that fart sound?" Yeah, because I didn't have the headphones on, so I was like, "Wait, what are they? What are they hearing?" Yeah, and it was uh, it was spoiled. Long, long fart. I was sound. gonna play. Let me explain the bit. It's always funny when you explain a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to uh, do two of Tova's Night Terrors in a row. We were going to talk about the Night Terrors, of course. Uh -huh. And then for the third one, I was going to be like, this is an old one I found, and it was this. <laughs> and the fart played... <laughs> Early before early. this recording began, and uh, Tova, knowing she put the complexities of my <laughs> comedic mind, immediately <laughs> knew where it was going. <laughs> Welcome to The Downside. <laughs> my name's Jamarco Sarezi. I'm here with my co-host, Russell Daniels. Hello. Uh, uh, this is an evergreen episode. This, we're saving this. What does that mean? That means he's not going to put this out unless he's fucked one week, and he oh, needs an episode. Okay. So it's going to come out in like... We'll be broken up by the time this comes out. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes for work, when I like have to do the social media calendar, they'll be like, use an evergreen, and that's like something I can use. So you haven't known the definition of that no, in all the times you've been no, doing it for I, work? I, for me, it meant like something we've already done that we can use again, like whenever. Sure, so sure. So I guess we can use this whenever. Uh, that, yeah. that makes sense now it's in this not context. Like time sensitive. But I, for my mind, I was like, are we going to keep replaying this one? Like, like just like just you know, every any, week. Anytime we need Patreon, it's just, just this over and over. Again. I think, I think, listen, people have asked for Tova. People we had asked. Tova episodes specifically for the Patreon that I don't think anyone listened to, <laughs> but they were good. Uh, we talked about making when we, when, when Tova and I first started uh, knowing each other, this was during COVID. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I I basically we, we would talk. It was me, her, and Carly Hugendike, mm -hmm. and then Carly would go home, and Tova and I would stay up and talk. And I posted on my Instagram. I said <laughs> at four in the morning. I like four in the morning. I was like, do you ever meet someone and you're just like, you want to start a podcast with them? And I was like, I think he likes me. <laughs> and so I had to, you that know, Russell, I think Jamarco has a crush yeah, on yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a long play. <laughs> so I had to go through a lot of things to get to this point. Yeah. But I finally uh, got her on the podcast. Uh, Toba, do you want to say something sad to to kick us off? Oh, for my God. oh, I didn't even prepare. I'm such an avid listener. You can say any. I mean, listen, I've heard you say 10 negative things today. <laughs> Surely you can think of one. Uh, people are using cilantro too much, and it's ruining my life. This is the downside. Nope. Just for listeners, uh, you know, I feel sometimes on this podcast, I, I some people express views that I don't agree with. I don't believe the cilantro allergy is real. <laughs> and I think Tom has been making it up John for Mark attention. Jamarco's been gaslighting me <laughs> this whole time about my allergies, about everything. <laughs> Um, list all the allergies really quick. Okay, you're going okay. to a wedding. You got 30 okay, seconds well, to list everything. Okay, so there's on the way to the wedding... The pollen, the dander, the trees, the grass, mm -hmm. the cats. I'm allergic to grass too. Grass, okay. all the. Tr when I did an allergy test when I was in elementary school in New Orleans, I was allergic to every single type of tree they tested me for. So all that cats, fuck cats. Sorry, Russell. That's okay. Um, and then when we get to the wedding, it's 
bananas, melon, except watermelon, dates, and then that's the allergies. Then I don't like, I have the cilantro gene where it tastes like soap. It's not an allergy. I know. I said it was an allergy. <laughs> an I know this. It's an and aversion. And then I uh, don't like lamb. I think it tastes like wooly. Like it's the texture I don't like. And then um, I don't, I keep kosher. So I don't eat shellfish or pork. Product. You can have bananas. I didn't know. <sighs> I know. No smoothies. Just like you, well, well, you'll get like swollen or. It's all. How the good the... thing is, all of it's very mild. Uh huh. So like, I'm not gonna die from any of it. I'm not gonna go into anaphylactic shock. Except mm-hmm. cats, I like almost did. Was, she was I fucked up for a week after we. Yeah, oh after your God. house, I didn't oh want to make no. a deal of it, but I was like truly ill for my yeah. eyes. But my eyes get like itchy and swollen and goopy and like this i was just like wet for like a week just like rolling down my face and then i'll get like itchy under my ribs like Uh for food and stuff where like i can't scratch it because it's inside yeah um is that the same for for grass and trees like you that's more yeah it's itchy eyes that's me goopy like like when i used to mow the lawn people my family thought i was like being like like dramatic that yeah. like I didn't want to mow the lawn, but I would like start crying and I couldn't stop sneezing and my eyes would get yes. all red and it's cut grass. It would like, it would just dry. It drives me like really, really crazy. So for new listeners of the downside, as you can tell, our guest is Jewish. I, <laughs> uh, I well, thank you for, for, for joining. We, we've had a lot of requests to have Tova on. Tova's my, my girlfriend, uh, as of this recording, we're recording this October 10th, 2022. I had someone in L.A., it was after a show, and they, they listened to the podcast, and they said, you you always talk about your girlfriend, Marco, my girlfriend, Cerezi. And uh, she didn't mean it in a good way. It was, like, so sweet, but she meant You're it like, in, like, girlfriend enough. guy, wife guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is your whole brand. <laughs> I can tumble your whole brand. <laughs> I've definitely, like, working on the opener that is, like, about you right out the gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh... What is the Uncle Function apology video going to look like when you fire Gianmarco for cheating on me one day? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) We talked about it. If we had been around each other that day doing one for Jessica. Yeah, I said it would have been funny. Like doing one for Jessica. So for new (laughs) listeners, uh, uh, my name is Gianmarco. This is a uh, a podcast where we celebrate the negatives, uh, uh, talk cynically, but in a fun way. But there's, there's no positivity here. There's no bright side. Except for a moment at the end, um, if if you're a fan of this podcast, we got we got live episodes. I'm contractually obligated to say we got live oh. episodes every Tuesday, four to five p.m. EST on the new Amp app, Amazon's new app. Uh, we're doing great episodes there with very few very listeners. Very interesting folks. Our last episode was so fucking fantastic, yeah. and I hope she didn't see the number in the corner that said six. Indicating that uh, other than me and Russell, there were four other listeners, <laughs> including her, see, three others. You got to stop saying that because we can't see it. As they changed it, for right? Us. You can't see it. So the the you listener, can't even see it. I can't even see it. Because when we had Dan Savage on, I had a moment of yeah. just like, I'm waiting for him to be like, does that number four mean f- one person's listening or four people are listening? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, either way, I'm fucking out of here. I'm Dan Savage. Yeah. No, and that was a great episode too. The um the uh, well, here's I can say. That I can see the faces, and sometimes it's the same three faces in the <laughs> bottom corner, you know. So I know that those three people are here, um, and sometimes one of them leaves, and and sometimes then I see it's a you see them walk, maybe one other face. So there is a thing where, um, but we can't get the number anymore. I think they changed that so people, Good. Thank people God. wouldn't see it and be like, "Oh, I'm not listening to this." But even the 
Yeah. Well, we can't talk about it. <laughs> we'll release this a bit. We can talk some shit. Uh, uh, I do want to say, if you, if you want to listen to those episodes, though, they are very good, and we release them on our Patreon, yes. patreon.com slash downside. And I think I'm going to have a new Patreon goodie uh, soon. I'm recording a clean album in December. Okay. I, this will probably come out before then. I'm going to record a clean <laughs> album. It's just for Sirius XM, just to make that sweet, clean sellout money. Yeah. Where I talk about how much I love God. And... Uh, but I think I'm going to film it, and I'm going to release just the film thing as a special just for the Patreon. Oh, okay, great. So finally something extra for the Patreon. But people have been asking for us to have Tovan. Uh, uh, in a way, you've, you've, you've had a lot of airtime on this podcast. With and, the night uh, terrors? We do. Yes, we have some night terrors. It's been a bit because they got better, mm-hmm. but thankfully for our listeners, they've been getting worse again. <laughs> Interesting. I feel like, Gianmarco, you have such a conflicting yourself because you don't want them to be better you want to sleep through them mm. and not have it affect you but you want them to be he wants that i think being a stand-up comedian there, there's a feeling of when bad things happen including like in life outside of like night terrors but it's the same thing there's like a, oh this is going to be a good story and yeah. i and i can understand that sometimes in the moment yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. the thing is too bad yeah you're out of, you know, when my dad had the heart surgery, it took a couple seconds before I realized this is going to be a good bit. Yeah, a chunk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm working on a chunk. So, so I, I, we have so much to talk about, but I do, I feel like we owe it to our listeners to talk about some of these night terrors. Yeah. They have been coming back. Uh, this was, this was literally three days ago. This okay. Morning. He's going <laughs> to. <laughs> So, what do you think started that? <laughs> okay, so this this is the night here. I believe this first one I was not there for. Uh, uh, yes, here we go. No, don't separate the earrings. Do not separate the earrings. <sighs> do not separate the earrings. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus oh my God, don't ever do that. Stupid fuck. <gasps> oh my God, this Okay. No. Okay. Hold I would call wait. that sleep talking. Yeah, that one's not. Okay. That's not terror. That's what I've been telling you. That's not terror. I, that's I'm an moving into sleep woman, talking like, phase, you know. and I think that's good. I feel like, and I'm tired of this term, but I do think it's appropriate here. There's a bit of gaslighting going on <laughs> where I keep being told that the night terrors are like, okay, right? Night whispers. Okay, here's night another complaint. That's another, just like yeah. just like being like night grievances. Night, annoy, yeah. night grievances cuz she's just like don't separate uh, the earrings like okay. and it's like it's like if you go to your earring drawer I'm assuming and like you, you You're missing one. And you're missing one. Why would yeah, you separate them? Yeah, where does that them? come from? I don't want them to be I feel like it's like a normal grievance. He's also, and it wasn't yelling. It was no. very much like oh yeah He's yoy. also like where does that come from? I'm like maybe cuz there's so much shit all over the room that I'm like the earrings are going to get lost. Oh. I've never Am separated the earrings though. I've never separated the earrings. <laughs> well, do you know she's I've never talking to you? talking to herself okay i wonder if she is talking to me russell let's see this next let's see this oh, next cue the night next. whisper <gasps> oh my god a whimper i don't know i can't go with tights <gasps> john marco i told what's wrong so what's wrong i can't go with john marco i can't go with What's wrong, sweetheart? I can't go. I can't go. So where? Sweetheart. To the airport. Do you want to go to the airport? <laughs> yeah, because... 
The time is 4.05 a.m. I didn't want to get in trouble. So I didn't want to, when he asked the Alexa, I think in my sleep I was like, don't say, because he'll be mad that it's, I know it's in the middle of the night. Because I pray when I, when I get woke up, I'm like, please let it be like 8, let it be 7.50 right never, before I'm about to wake up. That's not how my REM works. There's something really funny about Tova's night terrors, but there's also something really funny about your awake your first well, awaking voice is very funny to me here's why like, oh, hey, oh, hey. Here's funny. like imagine imagine it's a movie and this is us we're in our 80s now yeah. we're, we're still together because let's just listen to the voice because yeah. that's what it makes yeah. me think of oh, oh my god like this. i don't know i can't go with tights <gasps> john marco uh, uh, i thought What's wrong? It's like you don't have What's your wrong? dentures in. You don't yes, have your dentures exactly. in. Oh, exactly. <laughs> so old there. I can't go with. Um, I do love that, Jamarco. <laughs> that is very funny. Um, so, but do you get like, were you up in this? Did you get out of the bed? That this? one I did get out, and I yeah. sat at the edge of the bed. Mm. So I I had a sleepwalking phase. Last night you came into the into the kitchen area. So I did. Of. Yeah, you you came into the kitchen. I said. <laughs> Were you going? Were you still up? I you, yeah, I was still up. I was like sometimes I was like I was working on like a lines here, yeah. and I walked her back to the the <laughs> room. And I was like, let's let's go back down. He's also twice come home and I've fallen asleep to a TikTok. Oh my god! And it's god, just playing god. over and over again. I'm just like. <laughs> and what's so funny is because it means that she was swiping and like there was that final swipe where like yeah. she had enough consciousness to go swipe no, and then I've done that on Twitter or. Uh, Instagram and that makes me nervous of like liking something or you know what I mean well, like like cause well, hello you, like, I've texted him full sentences in my sleep no I meant like like yeah if you're like if you're like falling asleep and you're like phone you're just like kind of like hand is on an open phone you could like move it and like something or retweet something what, you know I said is that what like, happened with the Kanye anti Jewish <laughs> tweet <wrestling? laughs> look I as someone with night terrors I empathize with no <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I've texted John Marco like full like, "Where's the oil? We need the oil." And it's like four in the morning. And that I'm was dead you asleep. talking like an accent like no, talk I sent texting. A, no, oh. I typed it because we all, we only had Where's enough the oil? oil for one night. It ended up lasting <laughs> eight. eight crazy <laughs> ones. Um, so so let's talk about these night terrors. Yeah, you, I uh, really don't think you had them as a kid. Nothing no. like this as a kid. No, my mom sleep talks, and so. I think it's my mom sleep talks and my dad has sleep apnea and I have sleep apnea, but I refuse to look like a fucking dork and wear the machine. Your story's gotten better, but we're I definitely at a point that I think if someone saw like, like you're, you're such a good sleeper that when she snores, I just, I kind of shake you and just go, you're snoring <laughs> and you move or something clears out of the way. Well, I think that's, I think a lot of times if you hear a lot of my night hair start with a, <gasps> And I think I think it's connected to the, the sleep apnea, yeah, yeah. where I'm woken up by like a gasping yeah. for air, and that triggers whatever anxiety, and that anxiety is whatever yeah. subconscious yeah. I have from the day, and that's the spiral. Uh-huh. And for a, I feel like it shifted a long time. My night terrors were like someone's breaking in the apartment, mm-hmm. and someone's stealing things, and a lot of my n- walking, my sleepwalking was that too, where I'd wake up and be like, "Where's my computer? It's in my hamper." Where's yeah. my jewelry? I shoved it under the bed. And so I think it's because I got mugged. And So where? Wh- what station were you mugged at? Spring Street 
on the C train platform at like nine o'clock at night. It wasn't that late. It was before the pandemic, so it was also before you know things overall got more shifty in New York. It was uh-huh. a pretty safe situation. I was sitting on the subway platform on the bench, and I was texting, and a guy just walked by and just grabbed my phone out of my hands. I was obviously playing that like Candy Crush game I play. Yeah. Um, he grabbed it and kept walking, and I was um I was flying to L.A. the next day to do a work trip. And it was like an important work trip. It was like I was early on in my job. So uh-huh. I was like, yeah. and I think it was the holiday party. Prob- I don't remember. It was something like that. Like, yeah, it was like a big trip. And my fight or flight was, I'm going to L.A. tomorrow and I need my phone. Like, there was no version in my head where I wasn't going to L.A. And you can't go to L.A. without your phone. Yeah. And so I that just triggered something in me. And I chased him, pushed him grabbed my phone back we got into an altercation he turned around and grabbed me and then we ended up on the concrete on the subway platform my one of my contacts fell out of my i'm blind without my contacts my contacts fell out um you did not what you never told me that detail what that your contacts fell out one of them and i gotta say that one of the big recurring night terrors is my my eyes. eyes My eyes. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. You've never shared that <laughs> detail before. This is therapy. Where wow. are my eyes? Because I, I, I have a video. Clip. I have Where a video. We can, we, can put it in, we can put it into the – here, keep talking story because yeah. I want to pull up. There's a video recently where I, 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 oh, I got a midnight tear. I, sometimes I rarely get the videos because it happens really fast. <laughs> but she uh, – I went to the bedroom and she sat up fully with – from sleep with glasses on her eyes. She had put them on in her sleep and said, where are my glasses? <laughs> and they were on her. Okay, I'll find it. But, Anyways, but, yeah. so, so then um, my phone, like in the shuffle, then this no one on the subway platform helps except for this one tiny woman who gets involved, helps, tries to push him away from me. And then while this is happening, my purse like the contents of my purse fall out and my wallet and you know it falls out and you know in a movie when like the in an altercation the gun falls out yes and then it kind of slides across the floor they all look and they all go for it yeah that's exactly what happened where literally it was like in a movie my wallet slides across the three of us lunge he grabs it we both lunge towards him and at this point i think he when he started this whole thing, he's like, I'll steal a phone. He yeah. was not, he didn't sign up for this. He didn't expect to be yeah. in a fight with two feisty women. And so I think at this point, he was just like pissed off. And so he just threw my wallet onto the subway tracks and left. Oh. And so I ended up getting my wallet off the tracks. Like they helped me. I got my phone, I got everything. But I was like, my arm over the course of the next week, a handprint of bruises showed up. My yeah. arm was fucked up. My thumb was fucked up. And it, I think, I, I mean, for a long time, like, I don't I don't know how like PTSD works like the very clear like afterwards I was traumatized like it was like clutching my purse yeah. and like it scared to be on the train and like very having stressful moments and then over time that went away but I think what remained was um these <laughs> these night terrors that I get and a lot of it was like someone's breaking in someone's breaking in and when did you first because obviously it's something that like do, do, do you notice, did you start noticing those weird things? To, to tell the, the Columbia incident, that's yeah. when, like, you, but you knew by then. Yeah, I think so. I think that's re- probably around when it was, like, starting to get bad. But I before the mugging, I w- would sleepwalk. So it, uh-huh. it's been an issue before, and, like, 
in my sleep once I thought someone was coming through the window and I jumped out of bed and I banged on the window and it hairline fra- like cracked across oh. the whole window. That was oh before my the God. mugging. And so that was where I was like, I've done, I've done it once. That before. was before the mugging. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why you have to do podcasts sometimes because you're like, wait I've a second. I've said this before. No I way. I told you this before. And another time I've like jumped on my laundry basket and like hit the side on oh like a God. metal whatever. And like, oh my God. It's always been a thing, but I've gone through phases like right after college. I think it's anxiety related because it was like right after college or this or that. And um, I think the sleepwalking happened right around the time where I had a job that I was like really unhappy at and really stressed about. And when I left that and started a new job, it was um, that went away. And then I think the mugging brought in the night terrors. And I think the sleepwalking is how I got diagnosed as sleep apnea. And that was before the night terrors. Now, when you broke the window, did you wake up and realize what you'd done? Yeah. Or you went right... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, then you're just in this, like, panic. There's a phase... So there's a night terror phase where it's, like... And also, it's not dreaming. I'm not having this dream someone's breaking in. Am I... Like, I don't go... Like, whenever I have a bad dream, it's separate. Or, like, a dream... Yeah. Like, whatever. So when I'm in this, this night terror state, I'm not aware of it at all. Yeah. Internally or externally and then if someone like joe marco wakes me up or like i'll mid action i'll kind of realize what's happening but it takes a few then i'll wake up but it takes a few seconds to realize what's reality and what's not so there is like a lucid period where i am awake i know it was a night terror i know but i i have trouble like articulating what's reality right. and then i'll have reality right. i like play so this is one where i feel like you can see in the moment now we're both naked in this clip so disregard that but i can in this moment i feel like there's a moment where you your brain recognizes you're being like silly but then you're still in the night terror. that's what i'm saying like, and yeah. so okay so ray uh we're gonna add this in post it's gonna cost me a thousand dollars uh but here is me typical night coming home to Tova. Yes, baby. Do you have a... What? You all right? Do you have um, a pair of my glasses? <laughs> oh, wait. Stop, stop, stop. You're wearing them. Uh, no, another pair to have on hand and keys. They won't get tickets. <laughs> That really feels like a bit. Like, <laughs> like, 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 I mean, it's clearly not. Yeah. But, like, it is so funny to be, like, to, like, be so sleepy and serious and then be like, do you know where my glasses are? Where yeah. Are your glasses? Do you have multiple pairs of glasses? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, you that, know, that's what we thought the solution. I said, let's let's make it fucking rain, <laughs> rain with glasses. glasses. 12 <laughs> pairs of glasses around the apartment. Now, you had, you still have the old, the, the one from Columbia. This is where you were staying oh, yeah. with friends. I'll play it. Uh, send it to me, and I'll, I'll okay. try to add, put it in right now. I don't know if I can do it but, midstream, but we'll but try. But, yeah, basically me and three friends, we went on a trip to Columbia, and we were in sharing a hotel room, two and two in a bed, and I had a night terror that then um, woke everyone up, and it was so scary to them that they all started screaming, and it was um, – it's my favorite one. Uh, no, no, okay. Send it to me, and I'll put it on the thing. It's better that way. Okay. Uh, so – so yeah, it's it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. Uh, clonopin helps, but but you, you kind of chilled out with clonopin now, for a bit. Yeah, I will say it was tougher for me when I was dating 
because it was just awkward to be with men who, you know, I didn't want to like put them in an awkward position. I forget like what your warning <laughs> to me was. Oh yeah. Like what, like what did you tell me? Like what, did you have a lot, like a, a, I don't think I had like, a, like it's not like that was happening all, all the time. Would I you tell like it I, to the, would you tell it to the guy like during dinner or like before you fell asleep? Before I fell asleep. Like sure. To I feel like that's point the of no way return. to go. Yeah. I feel like it would be, you know, why early on, you know. Sure. All right, I'm going to see. This could fuck up the whole recording. We're going to give it a shot. I'm putting this over the fart. That works so hard to get. <laughs> um. So, and and what did, uh, do you remember any times where the guy in the morning was like, Jesus, that Probably, was bad. I, I blocked out every man aside from <laughs> you, so I, I, nothing's coming to mind. All right, let's see if it works. Wait. It's 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 hanging out with friends and you didn't warn them that you have night terrors. I think I don't know. I'm trying to remember. You can warn people, but if yeah. they're in a dead sleep, it doesn't or matter. If they're like they're not gonna. It didn't, Anna wasn't like it's it's her night terrors. Yeah, it's yeah. Four in the morning for her too. No, in she was a country. little more like this. It's just like you terrorizing this group. Who's saying? Who's so quickly going, it's Tova, it's Tova, it's Tova. It's me. That's you. Yeah. Oh, in the oh. dark, you're saying it's Tova, it's Tova, it's Tova. It's the same way when you asked Alexa what time it was, and I went, shh. It's me, like, yeah. starting to sort of realize what's going oh, on and not wanting it. to, like, make people freak out. Now, you said, because I've noticed that it doesn't happen as often in hotels. It doesn't happen really on planes. Uh, Once it happened on my flight back from England, like a long plane ride. But short, I sleep on every plane and it doesn't happen. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, so, that, would be, that would be stressful, the plane thing. So, like, what's, what's left for us to do? Well, you said, we so, have, you said so for a while it was better. Is there we, any way well, to pinpoint? For a while a, it was, like, bad. Like, it was bad for a bit. And also, like, to be fair... Tova and I, and now Tova lives with me, but both of our places are like right by the street. And we'll listen. We have this Night yeah. Terror app that basically records only. That The reason we have all these is because it only records when there's like noise. And you'll hear it all the time though. Probably every night there's yeah, noise. Yeah, I mean like yeah. like there, there's a lot of just beeps and honks and you're like, geez, yeah. at four a in the morning someone just laid on the John horn. Yeah. will fall asleep listening to the Anthony Jeselnik's podcast. So for like an hour and a half, it's just Anthony Jeselnik speaking. And then me 30 minutes. One, I put it on a 30 minute timer. <laughs> um, but it doesn't sound like the ones you played today. Again, I don't feel like those are. Yeah, that's those different. Are like those are pretty chill, you yeah. know? Uh-huh. They're, but there's standard, others, like, they're sitting up. There's a lot of, there's a beginning of forming words. You, where, there's one you were, no, 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 no. And I mean, it's jarring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, we'd have the clonopin. Yeah. We used to like take sleep hygiene seriously, as they say. We're like, we would read. Uh -huh. And now... It's just chaos. It's hard to stay in that <laughs> Sleep hygiene is real tough. I can't. I mean, it's like it's I the can, only time I have. I know. I, I feel like 
I can see myself doing that kind of thing for like two weeks and then you're yeah. like, eh. you know, like it just feels very hard because I have friends too that um, they do the same kind of routine and they also both always go to bed at the same time. And that feels very stressful to me too. I couldn't like I to mean, be like, you know, no. like that's just like, I mean, especially you you have late gigs and, and things like that. And sure. It's just uh, that feels like I would feel yeah, no, that. Tova goes to bed earlier than I would me just and be wakes up for later like three than three hours, just like <laughs> wide awake, you know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, yeah. so, so yes, yeah, so we should talk about, uh, uh, uh Judaism because I think we're, I, I do want to have your sister on at some point because your yeah. sister is still practicing though. It's like one of those things where it's like, I know your sister like could take me being like, what's that? Yeah. John Marco. They what? went to London recently. I, th- and yeah. her sister. Yeah. Wonderful Shoshana. sister, Shoshana. Uh-huh. Uh, I, they, she can only use kitchenware. That's bathed. If I have it right, it's it's Christian baby's blood. <laughs> no. And so they got there and they had to take all these pans and knives and a whole kitchen set. They, they had to buy if, a whole if, new kitchen set. Yeah. If they prepared meat before. Well, right? yeah. So, but it's not even just she can't use my grandmother's like kitchenware. If you buy, her grandmother is not Jewish. Yeah, my mom converted to Judaism, and so my mom's family is not Jewish. So her house obviously has not does not have kosher pots and pans. So. If you buy your own pots and pans to use for yourself so that my sister can, my sister, so that she can have things that have not been cooked with non-kosher things, you also have to do a step where when you first buy it, you have to immerse it. Have you heard of a mikvah? No. A mikvah is like the ritual bath in Judaism. So you do that, like women do that after they get their, finish their period so that they're clean again and like pure for their husbands. Like it's like, and men do it before high holidays, but you also do it with your pots and pans. And a mikvah is like a collection of different like, different pools than the period, the post period. I don't think so. We're just washing water, same pool of water for everything. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Maybe there's two sometimes, but um, but you can do it in like an open body of water. So uh, my grandma lives in like rural England. There's not a Jewish community that, there, so there's not this ritual bath that has yeah. to be specially constructed. So my sister bought all these pots and pans and a giant kitchen knife to have because we're she was there for a month in England yeah. with my grandmother. And so we went to the beach and my sister shows up with a bag full of pots and pans and a giant knife. And we're at the beach. People are playing and frolicking at the beach. And she's just like throwing a knife in the water and trying to grab it and praying. And it's yeah. the videos I have are the funniest thing. We were all dying of That's laughter so because funny. she's so committed 
committed to the craft. No, and now, you're laughing there... at her. Does it make her no. go like, guys, please stop no, laughing. This was... is my belief of no, God. She's, she has a sense of humor and she, I think she understands the silliness of the situation as well. She believes in it. She believes it's important. The rituals matter. But yeah, in Memphis, where my family lives, you'd go do it at the synagogue in the bath yeah. where it's meant to be. You, She understands that it's weird to, to do is it. Is there something where you bury the plates? That yes, have... but I'm trying to remember. That's not, not right. That's uh, I, I saw. Well, I remember it was in an episode of Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah, so I was trying to remember. Trying to remember I honestly the, don't I remember, remember the context this of like. Is like it was just going to say things he's heard about plates. Jews and be like, true or false? <laughs> true I think or it was false. plates that had been used yeah, with like bacon had been on them or something. Yeah, you were supposed to bury the thing. plates. And I think for uh, a certain amount of time and the dirt gets it. Yeah. There's a whole like books and books on like kosher yeah. laws. It's not just don't eat pork or shellfish. There's the minutia is like for example, you're supposed to separate meat and milk, meat and dairy. You're mm-hmm. not supposed to have a cheeseburger, but that also means like if you cook mac and cheese in one pot, you can't make a brisket in that pot. You have to have a separate set of dishes for your meat. So mm. then there's things like an onion or like but if you like chop that a vegetable and it's cold, on a meat thing, you could put it in a dairy thing because it's not transferring anything yeah. because it's all cold and it's a vegetable and it's not a meat or a dairy thing. It's parv, which is kind of the neutral. But an onion is like a more sharp food where it does pick up the flavors. Mm-hmm. It does transfer. So you can't cut an onion on a meat cutting board and then use it in a dairy thing Got it. or it's a meat knife. So there's like, it's crazy. Now how where, okay. Cause I get there's the old Testament. Yeah. The, is that, that's the Torah. Yeah. What's what? Where else are these written? Because I hear these rules, and I'm like, well, this isn't in all in the Old Testament. No, what's so, what's the next? Is that the number one? So and this number two, yeah. So that's the Old Testament, and for all the any Jews listening, I'm sure I'm gonna fuck some of this shit up. I I did go to school. I did study this. I'm gonna mess up some of it. So come for me in the comments and correct. But yeah, so there's the Old Testament, the Bible, the Tanakh, is Torah, prophets, and uh, another one writings. Uh, anyways, sorry, that's that's the Old Testament. There's no the saying... Old Testament is the 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 by the old is the Old Testament. Okay, and then there's like the prophets, which I think is also like and the prophets is is that part of what we consider to be the Bible or no? No, I don't think so. like I have a Bible here. No, okay, it's separate. But I think Christians also it says in prophets, it says in blah blah mm. blah. You know. Okay, but then on the Torah part on the Old Testament. There are initial commentators who will, one's Rashi, one's Uncleus. It's these guys that will explain certain things where it's like, okay, when they said this, this is what it can be explained to. And and so we have the first commentaries on the Torah. And then from there, over the generations, these rabbis kind of extrapolated and extrapolated. And there, that's where the Talmud comes from, if you've heard of that, which is, that's the like... That's the main book where most of the laws are broken out from. It's all like... And when was the Talmud... When was that one <sighs> written? <laughs> Mrs. Rifkin would be so upset with me. <laughs> the charts I made trying to memorize this. I have no idea. How Some big is that book? Bigger than the Bible? Books is this and like books. A, it's books and books. Books and books. 24 books? I don't know. Wow. 24 books. Maybe. A lot of books. Oh, my God. And basically... That's why they're always reading it on the train. They gotta yeah, yeah exactly. Ah. But there's like something you, like you learn a page of it a day, and I think it takes like seven years to get. Is any the whole of it thing? fun and story, or is it like a legal textbook? Because I don't know if you've ever read the Bible. No, no I was trying at one point, and that like there's, I believe it's in Leviticus, yeah. where it starts like truly, it's like listing 
uh, recipes for if you have a boil on your head, make make a, a sacrifice thing. This many cubits by this many cubits. Sacrifice yeah. three yeah. goats. And at a certain point, you're like, it feels like you're reading the most dated medical book. Talmud is like a it's like a legal like law school book or a philosophy where it's it's just kind of like it's it's kind of a transcription of the rabbi sitting around doing this and being like, okay, but if you have an onion and that's not meat or dairy, does that matter? And then Russell would be like, well, an onion will pick up the flavors. And you'll go, oh, so may, and then it's us discussing. And then they kind of have a bottom line of like, which opinion do we follow? Oh, okay. So it's a lot of like that sort of thing. And there's stuff like that I think you would find interesting. Like there's sorts of things where it's like, what happens if you get a woman pregnant? This or that. Like there's literally a scenario. What do you do? The, there's a scenario where it's like you're working you what if you're working on a roof and you fall dick first into a woman and get her pregnant like That's what scenario yes and i women there's no way they say dick first though right <laughs> like what they must what they and say so and you're, shot, you're on the shundala. roof and you fall and you fall dick first into a woman of the <laughs> responsibilities towards a child um, yeah, it's like a lilt. There's like kind of a sing-songy um, quality. And a lot of things would have to happen. First, why were you fully erect uh, on, on the, the roof? roof? See, you would like it. Yeah. You would like it. it. I think we're reaching fun. the amount that I would enjoy it right here in this podcast room. <laughs> I, I do think that there's a fun thing of like seeing the origin of, the, like seeing a little bit of the debate on the yeah. page is somewhat more interesting so than, that you're not just, than told. just the rule. But by the way, that you know? is something sure. to, to give credit to Judaism. I do think we're very much... Look, there isn't a bottom line of like what you're supposed to do, but there is, for the most part, explanation and, and, and thought behind it. There's a few rules. I think I forget exactly many, but there's not that many where they are ones that have no explanation. And those are like the blind faith ones. Like, why do you keep kosher? There is no real reason. There's no real reason other than God told you to. But pretty much like murder. But they suspect and that things like. Things about like not eating bacon, like we all suspect it's because there was health reasons. Probably. And it's nowhere written. Like, couldn't they say you don't eat bacon because you can make up because God made the sick? No, yeah. They just go faith. What's the word for faith in Hebrew? Emuna. Emuna. Okay, so by speaking of kosher, I've, I've convinced you to eat oysters. Yeah. And then you ate a second oyster on your own accord, like later. Yeah. Oysters and are tough if you're not like Oysters are tough. If you're, I, they're, they're, there's a such weird... a texture thing for well, them. I think I texture oysters, is the whole name of the game. Well, I think it's, yeah. it's also for seafood. Well, for me, like at this point, there's twofold. None of it for me is religious anymore. And I, I guess we should zoom back and say how religious I was. But, and where I, you know what I mean? But like, it, you just quoted the whole Talmud to us. We understand <laughs> this used to be an important part of your life. <laughs> None of it is like God will get me in trouble. It, but I think. First, I like the cultural aspect. I like saying I'm Jewish. Part of being Jewish is I don't eat pork or shellfish. I think the same way you'd meet a lot of modern Muslims who don't eat pork. Like, to me, there's that aspect. And then I just grew up not eating it where it, it does. I don't look at it and go, oh, I wish I could have that. And yeah. seafood smells but weird But it to must me. be frustrating when we went to Hawaii. We yeah. had one dinner in Hawaii where it was like we ordered two dinners for two. And almost everything felt like it wasn't. It's very, there's very, like, honestly, ironically, where I grew up in New Orleans, like, that's a city where it is extremely hard to navigate because both yeah. are so prevalent. I felt like Hawaii was one of those places yeah. where pork and seafood are so prevalent. But nine times out of ten, all my other shit aside, I can navigate that part of it. I 
from an outside perspective. And I'm like, I so desperately, I think there's a frustration of like, please try bacon, please try pork. And I'm not even, I don't, I hate ham. I've never liked ham. But like just the ability to just, oh, if I have a dish and there's bacon, uh, there's bacon on the dish, it's okay to eat the eggs. Or if it's if it's something in its pork broth, or or to me, there's a feeling of you have this one life, and people <laughs> eat this all the time. But I why don't not you have foods though that like that you a couple uh, foods uh, that yes. you that you like not not for religious purposes, but you don't eat that like people have always been like you got to try it again. You gotta sure. Try. Like for me, it's, 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 it's crab or lobster. And I don't, I'll, I don't mind. You got to try it though. No, it's no, really, no, no. I've that's eaten, a joke. I know. Oh, that's, okay. that's, I've, uh, I've eaten both a bunch of times, but the thing is, it's the, it just, it doesn't really do anything for me. So I'm like, it's honestly a waste for me to like, if I'm, you know, totally fine. You know, I just think if you have the allergies in the kosher, you pick one. <laughs> <laughs> It's my philosophy. But I think it's just a feeling of you tried it, though. And you tried oysters. She tried yeah. oysters. I think it's just like from an – and again, it's not like I'm it's not like I'm sneaking this into Tova's food yet. But <laughs> but there is a feeling of – there's a feeling of just like – do you – do you understand what I'm saying? This totally. like This like, baby, I want to go out to – we split dishes all the time. Yeah. And, and – and, Well, I would argue that my cross to bear is Gianmarco not wanting to eat unhealthy food. And that's my – uh, annoying uh, thing with splitting dishes, and then he not goes, a, "Not a totally we'll go to, unfair we'll point." We'll go to brunch, and he'll want two different egg dishes, and I'm like, "What is the point of that? I get one egg dish and, and one, one French toast, one bready thing." Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I don't eat cake for breakfast. Sorry, I don't eat shrimp for lunch. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> right? yeah. I don't play this game. <laughs> um, but I just mean for yourself. Is there is there totally. anything in your head? I, and she said, and I've said it before on the podcast. I thought it was so fascinating that you had animal books where the pig is crossed out. Yeah. Well, of all the non-kosher things, pigs are like disgusting. Disgusting. It's like they're they're just like the. the and you still epitome. feel that? If I had it's, a piglet, would you pet it? It's subconscious. It's so su- deep in my subconscious. It's like racism. It's yes. It's like it's like um. What's it called? Um, by, the by. Yeah. By uh, prejudice against yeah. pigs. Spe- speciesism? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I, it's just like that, you know, internal sort of thing where I piglets are really cute, and I do recognize that. And I, but but there's that you fight against that first thing it, to get there. It's funny you know that your I mean? argument is piglets are so cute. That's why you eat them. Yeah. And it's hers. Is but that's, I but, hate them. But that's why it's surprising I, well, that it's not them. just about don't eat them. It's just like you they're gross. Yeah. Like it must have been. Here's my theory. I guess based on zero research, we're going Joe Rogan on this. Okay. That that pigs must have be kill, been killing so many people at a certain point in history. Oh yeah. And they must have been so. And they must have been so goddamn delicious that like people would not stop. So the Jews Ian were like, knows. "We gotta go oh, fucking overdrive. Funny. They're they're bad. They're everything about them is wrong, yeah. from alive to dead. Because why? If you can't eat the thing, why do you have to do this alive thing? Like there's certain religions where you don't need a cow, but they don't go like the cow is awful. They go the cow is sacred. Yeah. What if yeah. the pig was sacred? No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. It's um, it's like reviled. It's like the epitome of all. If that she is had sad. seen the then piggy boy could, sketch, people, she never would have signed people it. Could still, <laughs> people could still, you know, people. It was the olden times. People did weird things, probably with farm animals mm. too. So they had to be disgusting. That was like, no, no, you can't just yeah, not yeah, eat yeah. them. If you fall off the roof yeah, into yeah. a pig, <laughs> do you finish? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbi Lightstone's never gonna invite me to another meal. <laughs> so. 
I think I've asked you this before, but your mom's not Jewish. She converted. So by your own faith. Sounds like an accusation, not a question. By your own faith. He would really like the Talmud. Uh, (laughs) It's love rules. I love rules. But you love like loopholes. And if your mom is not Jewish. But convert. Well, okay, okay. So there's the other thing we've talked about where during the it's called what's what what's the tape where you can't use electricity? It's from the Shabbos. When, Shabbos, and that's from let me see if I get this right. Sundown on Friday to sundown on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, first, what's sundown? A little bit dark. I no think sun. It's, it's like before sun. It's 25 hours, so it's like it's just right it before do, sundown. 25. It can't even be 24 just to make it convenient. No, it's for everybody. like before, right before the sun goes down. I forget exactly what time Friday, but then it ends when you see three stars in the sky. Does it change seasonally as as yeah. the sun? Okay. So like in winter, Shabbos ends way earlier, and then in the summers, it ends way later. And then in places like, you know, those places in Alaska where it never gets dark, yeah. Shabbos is like an obscenely long. It like ends at like tw- midnight or yeah. whatever, Saturday night. Wow. Okay, so your mom's not Jewish. <laughs> My mom wasn't Jewish, and she... And common misconception, she did not convert for my dad. She's a weirdo who... People have been saying. People have been saying. And I just want to... <laughs> well, but, but, but that's part of it because people do question the validity of conversions. And if you if you were like, I'm going to convert for him, there's suspicion in the Orthodox world of like, do you actually want this or do you just want to marry this guy? Because then we don't... Because the conversion process is extremely um, long and... Um, it's just there's a lot that you have to do and a lot you have to prove and a lot of shit that you have to study. It's not just like you don't just dip in the ritual bath and then you're done. It's years and years. Is this for is this is this skepticism shown both ways or is it more towards women converting? I think both ways. I think you're supposed to turn away potential converts multiple times. And I think there's a certain amount of times we're not like a proselytizing um group like we don't try to convert non-jews we will try if you see the people on the street go are you jewish it's because they want and i used to do that um at tulane but they you would do that to women to to students but yeah i would hand out like shabbat candles to students but you weren't doing the men because the men were doing to the men so they could do the the well women are supposed to do that too okay women are supposed to shake the lulav and escrow it's sukkis right now i mean not when this episode comes out next year but um maybe next Circus, you know what I? You think maybe I think the next like guy who does the Are You Jewish to me? I'd say I'll do this if you do my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 like, would do it down. They would do it. They want to spread the gospel. Do you speak Yiddish? <laughs> yeah, let's do. No, I have I have a lot of things I want to talk to him about. <laughs> okay, uh, s- but anyways, so wait, um. Your mom. So so it's not you're supposed to turn them away. It's you're really supposed to want it, and so my mom really wanted it and she's wanted to be jewish since she was like a kid i don't know why or whatever it's something i always took for granted as a kid i'm like yeah my mom converted and then as you become an adult you're like why would you pick this some people feel that i i've known people who are like i feel jewish yeah yeah it's but but i also think there are people like that that don't go full monty towards because there's there's like there's a lot of denominations but the main (laughs) are like reform judaism conservative judaism and orthodox judaism and orthodox is like at by the book all the rules conservatives kind of like a I don't want to misspeak, but it's a midi thing. It's like you do a lot of the same things. Reform's a little bit more um, in spirit. Like it's more about like making the world better and it's, le- it's less about the – Do you re- consider yourself reform Jewish? 
now? What are what would you say? I don't know. I think I align with conservative Judaism's like the 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 traditional like for example, I went to like the conservative dominant. If I have to start telling people that I'm dating a conservative <laughs> no, Jew, no, different from that. <laughs> that is <gonna> be <laughs> when I go to a conservative like prayers, it's the same. It's like the same, but men and women are sitting together, and the food's not necessarily all certified kosher. But maybe you don't eat meat or like non-kosher meat, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, reform. I went to a reform Rosh Hashanah service. The drummer from the Yeah Yeah Yes was in the band, and they chanted Bob Dylan lyrics. That's the difference. <laughs> Do you know what well, I the mean? The best. Yeah. Tova and I, she, we went to a Shabbat dinner, and unfortunately, I can't do that many because it's Friday. It's during stand-up yeah. prime time, and uh, <laughs> we went to one in Brooklyn, and and after the Jewish prayers, they then read the uh, astrology charts for the month, and then they passed around a tray of MDMA. Oh. And she was like, this is conservative Judaism. No. It's a little looser. <laughs> uh, so that's what you'd... I don't know. I think I like. I don't do it consistently enough to really feel that. Reform, I think, is like, that's too that's too far too away from... It's too loosey-goosey for me. When the Bob How Dylan are you not loosey-goosey, though? We're pretty loosey-goosey. No, but like, just the fact that she still does some kosher right. things, she still celebrates the, the, it. I, I want to like, sing the songs. Yeah, it's like, I feel like it's like you would say the reformed person for Christianity would be like, they go Christmas Eve and that's it, really? For once a year? For like, well, you know what I mean? Or, or and it's not even that. It's Christmas. like, it, and sure. it's like they go once a year and it's, it's Mariah Carey. Yes. Is there is their church service. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, okay. So my mom uh-huh. converted. And so then she, she went to UNC and she was already like hanging out at the Hill house, which is the Jewish, you know, group on campus. That's where she met my dad. And my dad didn't really care. I don't think so much about being religious. I think he did ultimately want to date someone Jewish because his dad's a Holocaust survivor. Um, so they met while she was still exploring, but she hadn't converted yet. And so they actually got married three times to each other, famously. The first time they got married just like uh, civilly so they could get student housing and she wasn't Jewish yet. Then she went through the conservative uh, conversion process. So that was still intense and still required a lot of studying, but not the, f- the, ho- you know, the most extreme group. And I think my parents were worried that if she didn't do it all the way, there would be people who are Jewish that would not consider her Jewish, be, uh-huh. to be mm-hmm. Jewish. So they didn't want that to be an issue because Judaism is matrilineal, which means if my, if my dad wasn't Jewish, my mom was, it, we would still be Jewish by birth. Wait. If your mom, you know, your mom, yeah. your mom is Jewish, your sure. dad's not, but... Jews would not consider you half Jewish. Jews would there is no half Jewish in like orthodoxy. Yes. So but if it was just my dad, they would not. Correct. But are there is there any I was about to say strain yeah. of Judaism and I don't think we should use the word strain. <laughs> uh uh is there any sect of Judaism that would not consider you a Jew? Maybe ultra ultra orthodox and like Is that a real term? Two ultras? Yeah. Or are you just saying like, <laughs> like really? Ultra yeah, like really, really like yeah. And then a lot of Sephardi, which are like, um, I'm going to fuck up what Sephardi is, but it's like Middle Eastern Jews. It's like Iran. It's Syria. I don't know the same. Sephardi, like that Persian. was the sound cue I was playing. Uh, John Marco. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
it's um it's a different type of uh it's like it's like kind of like anglo european versus middle eastern if that makes sense and so those jews like persian jews syrian they have a lot of issues with conversion in their communities they're not really about conversion uh-huh so but then my dad was was worried that like yeah if we don't go all the way then there are people that it's going to create problems down the down the line for us and he was worried about that and so my mom i'm the oldest my mom was already pregnant with me and converted again orthodox while she was pregnant with me now do you want to do a talmudic exercise uh, there's three types of Jews level wise. There's the regular Jew. I was about to ask, like, how if, if you were conceived because of the roof situation, that's how. <laughs> <laughs> there's regular Jews, and then there's like the, the Levium who like worked in the temple and they had a higher, slight, slightly higher status. And then there were the Kohanim, and they were the priests, and they did everything in the, in the Jewish temple back in the day. If you ever met someone whose last name's like Cohen or Katz, they're descendant from like that level. Immediately of thought of Cat Cohen and Lewis Katz book. Yes, yeah. they are. That no joke. Like they're that's and so they're special and like it's passed down, and every holiday like they say a special prayer of the Kohanim, and those Jews are not allowed to marry converts, divorcees, or um, I forget the. Third they're not name. allowed like like Cat Cohen. Her dad, the dads, her, the men. The men. Because that's by the man. Keep up. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing with Judaism, because I know Russell is is absorbing even less than I am, and I'm no, barely I'm, there. I'm, is that like, it's one test. of those things I'm like, I'm there, I'm like, I got it. I got it. Conservative, modern, orthodox, and then the next level. It gets deeper but don't and you just, deeper don't you just, and but deeper. Don't you recognize that, like, just in life you're like like you know people of, of all the levels don't you do you know what i mean like it makes sense to me because i'm like i see hasidic jews you see yeah. you know i know that you're more into it than Bernie like Sanders my and aunt his- who's jewish who doesn't do anything really so do you know what i mean like you just your know, aunt's your aunt's in law no my oh so my dad's brother married a jewish woman um uh yes so yeah. your aunt's in law I can I call her my aunt. But yeah, yeah. Not, I'm not saying what you call her. I'm saying I'm saying I was, I was seeing if you had you any Jewish, Jewish in you. Oh no 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 no. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> no 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 no. no. I, so basically, uh-huh. like because so that group of men, the Kohanim, they're elevated. So they're not they don't want to dirty their blood with like divorced women or or converts. Like that's gross to them. And so then when I was spending a year in Israel after high school, I asked a rabbi, I was like, well, I was conceived technically by Orthodox standards, not Jewish, because my mom had converted conservative, but it wouldn't hold by the Orthodox courts. Uh-huh. I was courts. conceived. There are courts, the Basin. You don't go to court. You go to like a Jewish court if you have a dispute with a neighbor or like oh, whatever. Wow. And so, yeah, we like hate the government. We stay away. Um if I was conceived technically not Jewish by your standards, but I was born by the time my mom gave birth to me, she had converted Orthodox. I was conceived Jewish. I mean, I was born Jewish. Can I marry a Kohen who can't marry converts? And so that caused like a ruckus in my school because the rabbis were like, oh, uh, I have to look into this. And I think the answer is no. And wait, how old were you at this point? 18. Because I was like ready for marriage then. It's like a... It's like a math problem. So like I a, truly was like. But so you were you were basically like, hey, I'm about to fuck. 
Can I, I fuck wed. these guys? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Did you have a Cohen or a Katz in mind? I think I was just <laughs> That's like, funny. Cohen yeah, comes yeah. in. He's like, you don't need to worry about this too much. <laughs> We're just hanging out. We're just, We're just, just friends. It's casual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. I just want to ask the rabbi if it's okay. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff like that because you also have to get genetic testing to make sure you're not, you don't both have taste oh acts. So you real, I, with my ex-boyfriend, like we got genetic testing done because, and it is kind of like. No, no, no! I'm just, I just want to know for myself. That's how I know when when Tova's like, you should do 23 and Me. Yeah, I'll yeah, be yeah. Like, okay, here we. <laughs> well, the good thing is because my mom converted, my blood, my gene pool is healthier. So I didn't have any. I wasn't a carrier for anything because I have a lot of strong okay. non-Jewish. So a couple blood. questions: When you and your boyfriend at the time, yeah, when you got tested, did you get tested because you were really considering it, or is it yeah. like a how how long? Which boyfriend is this? The okay, one after okay, college. Okay, but how long? Okay. How long? Year, Where does he we live? We dated for a year and a half. Where's a year and a half. And how deep in the relationship were you, did you get? Probably like under a year. I mean, in this world, a year is like TikTok. And, did you, and I think in the regular world, two years is TikTok. I don't think I knew about the <laughs> testing. How, how, when you got the results, were you like, all right. He was a carrier for something. He was. Yeah. What was it? But I wasn't, so w- it would have been fine. What? What is, is there a specific kind of thing? What? What you there's call it? There's a lot of different. There's Tay-Sachs is the main one. What's Tay-Sachs? It's a genetic mutation, or dif- like if two parents are carriers for Tay-Sachs, the chances of your child having Tay-Sachs, which is like, if you're a carrier, it doesn't mean you have it. Sure, but sure. Like, it's a really debilitating, like horrible disease that your child will die young and all these sorts oh, of God. things. So if you're both carriers, so when we got tested, he was a he was a carrier for not that but something else um and do you i imagine that if we were to look up the history that when what's it called tazax yeah that after like tazax became a big problem the conversion rules got a little bit looser <laughs> yeah because we had to we had to add a little more to a the little. a little more water to the pool i mean that but that's exactly it's a lot of inbreeding i mean that's did you talk exactly. to him about like what was that conversation like when you're like you're like, sorry, baby, you're a carrier. Like what? No, but because what? because because I was free and clear. I was. We were. But golden. now that okay. he knew he's a carrier, he would have to. He's married now. I'm sure his wife also got tested. And but like, do they have at this point? Do they have like a dating app where like you know you can you can put it in? I mean, you might as well. Let's no, right away. Do you say it on up. the first date before you sleep? Is it like an STD? Well, Just so you know, I carry says that the way that in regular colleges they talk about like get tested for STDs and that's like the thing that like the health centers trying to push we were pushed get genetic testing done because everyone already has herpes from the rabbi yeah oh my god um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay um so so i think i'm always amazed and we've kind of had this conversation many times and this is where like where i get confused why i want to have your sister on 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 the podcast because there's like certain rules that are so wildly inconvenient <laughs> that like what what's the show your sister wanted to see this oh, feels like we, this was like a really perfect example and i want your 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 truth not the polite version the role what you I think version. what you think of this scenario okay so there was this off-broadway play that at um i forget what it, it was sus it was sus shannon tab show and philippa sue was in it from hamilton my sister's obsessed with hamilton and i had just gotten a raise and i'm like and my sister loves musical theater i'm like i'm gonna get us tickets to sus amazing blah 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 i got us tickets and then i don't think he's gonna think it's crazy because y'all have lent it's Lent. It's our Lent, but it's a little more intense. Basically, between don't say y'all to appeal to his. <laughs> <southern> <laughs> <friends>. <laughs> 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 
Between Passover and then another holiday I'm sure you've never heard of called Shavuos. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Shavuos. There's 49 days. That's a period of mourning because there was this one rabbi whose students it's a lot of would days. all. <laughs> it is How a lot is of days. Oh, uh, 40. Yeah. Okay. 40, oh, so it's yeah. 49. Yeah. Okay. So there's I don't like this line comparison. You give a one thing for so Lent, most people it's like fucking nothing. So it's this period of mourning because some rabbi students fought and they all died of a plague. And so for 49 days we mourn. And there's a lot of things you can't do. And one of them is you're not supposed to listen to live music or entertainment. So that's why a cappella is so popular in Jewish culture because there's no instruments. Oh, it can't have instruments. Can't have instruments. For that time period. For that oh. time period. Because it's like you're like. What the instruments do? Like what? It's just too happy. It's too jovial. It's too like. But like that could be a mood where someone's like trying to get into Juilliard, but like every forty nine days he like <laughs> can't practice. Well, it's not every forty nine. It's just forty nine. It's days just forty nine days yeah, yeah. once a year. But is there any other time periods where there's other things that there's are a, excluded um, like that? Yeah, there's the the um like the many, nine days is also how many days a year? And you can't talking? you can't do it during Total. the Shabbos. Fifty eight days, and then Shabbos you can't. Yeah, so then that's. Fifty-two, one hundred and four, but some of those overlap. So, a lot of days. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So basically, what it so on Shabbat and on the holidays, you can't use electricity. Of course, my sister can't go to a show on Saturday. It's Shabbos. Yeah. You can't. You can't go to a concert. But this was like a random Wednesday, not on a holiday, but it fell in this period of forty-nine days. And you had bought the tickets. And I bought. You the forgot. Tickets. And, and she, she, she forgot. She, she was like, "It's the Omer, which is this time period. It's the Lent." And she was like, shoot, I forgot I can't go. And I was, even I was like, really? Like, because I, I get Shabbat. I get the yeah. holidays. This is like, this is, and also we have What is secondary to, the Shabbat is, is under, makes sense, but this does not. Well, I think it's also like, there are varying levels of rules. Like, different people have levels. Like, yeah. some people will listen to music. That's record like on the radio, but not go to a concert. Some people It'll will live. only yeah. listen to acapella music, period, and not see it. Li that like, is, so there's there's gradients. That is tough there's to gradients. imagine that you have to listen to only acapella music for fifty days. <laughs> is very that, upsetting. That, to me. If someone's like really committed, they're like doing this pace, yeah. and they're like, "I'm ready." What uh, acapella? It's I, like, no, what's no, that no. one group that does it? Um, Some, you know. Um, <laughs> The Maccabees? Pentatonics? Oh, Pentatonics. Which I, I like Pentatonics See, a lot. 49 days of Pentatonics in a row boop, would be, boop, you know. Um, You're just going to sing boop, one of the lines? Wait, wait. You haven't heard? The, okay, so, so then what happens? So your sister goes, so I go, oi. So I go, ooh, is there any loophole? And this is where, like, consulting your rabbi comes in. Because, again, like I said, there's levels to it. This is not cut and dry. Yes or no. This is why Jews are so good with taxes, by the way. <laughs> We've been looking for loopholes, <laughs> loopholes our whole goddamn and life. And so I was like, tell the rabbi that you're spending time with your not religious sister and you can try and use this as an opportunity to get me back. And like, oh. and at the end of the day. He so really, really mendacious shit. And your sister's like, okay. She asks the rabbi because she wants to see it, of yeah. course. Yes. And she's like, I can't go. And she didn't go. And and do, I, do you think it would have been really funny if he said you can go, but you have to be blindfolded and <laughs> plug your ears the whole time? You have to wash the you playbill know. in an open ocean before you read it. But sometimes I'm sure the rabbi says yes. Yeah. And the question is, 
kind of rabbi you doctor hopping, doctor shopping. Yeah, like trying to find rab- the answer people, you want. People say don't rabbi hop. Like that's a thing that they say is like you have to have your guy. You have to- so I look at this and I look at like the myriad of rules and the myriad of books and the different levels a- and the bending and the plying. And I go, how do any of you take this seriously at all yeah but john marco i don't see it as any different than like like a lent or like well, it, it's more strict for sure sh- or, or it's, it's no no, it's no. but here's, here's the game here's the game i like to play is like name a task and i will tell you a rule associated with it or a ho- like literally yeah. as mundane as tying your shoes i will tell you what there's what a rule and that's why i think sometimes this rule stuff i'm like does it feed into you don't want to talk about G is there like some OCD thing going on that the enjoyment yeah. of these rules, but I, I see things like there was this and we had talked about it where your sister, the plane was delayed. Uh, so, so and she was visiting your family and she had to wait four days or whatever, because she was couldn't fly visiting? for the two days for Shabbat. And I think there's a feeling of like, uh, if, if it was my sister or my brother, I'd say, just get on the fucking plane. Yeah. Victoria, Victoria, it's <laughs> it's fine. You're not going to be the first Jew that kind of broke a rule. And what's amazing about these rules is unlike Christians who are looser with the rules but have hell or heaven, Jews don't seem to really have uh, – there's no point system because everyone must fuck up now and then. And then they go to the rabbi and they go, well, I'm that's sorry. What, that's what like repentance, like, cho- like Rosh Hashanah is for. And yeah. Yom Kippur. Like, sure. So why not time. just go to the play and repent? That's what Christians that's not, do. It must be worth it to have the, like for them. It must be worth it. Listen, no, I'm, not, what, I'm not, I'm not, but I, it's so impossible for me to put myself in, in that, in that perspective but, but what are your be, views people must love those rules do you know what i mean like people or must, or, or they must... feel or they or as we saw in the recent new york times article which tova shared where where there's these schools hasidic funded school they're funded by the, the state and they don't teach them anything so they go well fuck i can't leave this yeah well i think all it's i know is mix. you're not going to trick me <laughs> <laughs> to, to like say anything about <laughs> <laughs> the Jews, but about uh, I'm saying about Jews. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying religion in in, in no in well, general. I think, I think all I the think, rules are silly. I think there's like a few things. I think first of all, when you're born into it, for me, like when I was on my way out, there were a couple times where like I kind of felt the same way. Like you have to understand, you're in this world where when you're nine years old and you're learning all of these rules, you go, I can't do all this. I'm evil. And I, you start your life like that. Like you start, the, for me, I started my life being like, to your point, I'm a bad person. I can't remember how to tie my shoes the correct order. And I can't remember this blessing by heart. Like I'm already starting it negative. Like I'm fucked. What is this? You know? So I agree. I think it's, it's that. But when you're born into it and you don't know anything else, I mean, it's so insular. I think that's why it's insular because they don't want you to see how but that's much why, fun everyone doesn't else it bother is having. But doesn't it, don't you see it now? Don't you see a family member? Uh, I. But I think for me, four out of five of my siblings aren't religious. My parents have chilled out. My sister's not doing this because anyone's forced her to. My sister's not doing this because she has to. So for me, I'm like, she does find the value in the community and the the those sorts of things. That if it's worth it for her, who cares? That's how I feel. But don't you worry that like sometimes. Sometimes within this community, we, we find out about problems that are like deeper. Like for example, the schools. So you're in the community, and then like you're you have a kid, and they're they're not for sure. trained for life. I, I I think my sister's not in those communities first and foremost. You know, she's gonna be an accountant. Like, what's she, different about you and her that you left? 
I grew up in a, in the Hasidic world, and my sister grew up in the modern Orthodox world. We're ten and a half years apart, and my childhood was Chabad, and her childhood was Memphis, which is modern Orthodox. So she had a much healthier relationship with the secular world mm. to be able to. She wore pants and short sleeves growing up. You know what I mean? Like she wore a bikini to the beach. She became more religious because she had. It wasn't, she didn't have what I just described, Grego. You're evil if you don't remember. Like, my teacher told me that every time you say a word of prayer, an angel goes up to heaven. But if you mess up a word, it's a deformed angel. So you're just like that. It's that sort of it still shit. Goes to heaven though. Just yeah, like, just like oh, making like, heaven uglier. Just like, flying like yeah, in a diagonal. And my sister is that a real rule or just she, no, that it's teacher just, just kind of said that. It's, it's the same way they teach like Catholic school, like guilt and yeah, yeah. Uh, lore. And, and it's funny like though. That. Catholic is usually like you will burn in hell. Yeah, Jews are it's about guilt. You and know. someone else, they're gonna be yeah. upset. And and so I I genuinely think that's the difference. Is I grew up in a much more intense community and then my parents moved and in memphis it's a much more pick and choose find your lane type of judaism orthodox judaism you know um well uh i want to get to this yeshiva boys thing uh <laughs> before we go the 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 because we're gonna have you back i think we'll have you back with your sister <laughs> okay you think she's down yeah i think she is down okay i <laughs> uh, uh, no, it'll be fascinating I just don't want to be me. It's one of those things where I want to be. Sure. And I, I think, think I'll be I, there to I mediate. Think, and I think she's also like my sister also. Your sister's. She's is, funny. Is, I, I wouldn't bring on if I didn't think your sister was like hold her own. She holds her own. She's extremely funny. She's smart. And it was just interesting when we went out to dinner once and we were talking about the kosher. We went to a kosher restaurant and we were talking just about how, you know, one place was kosher and one wasn't. And it's because the rabbi, you know, they've helped him or they gave him some money or they did a favor. She was basically like expressing how it is like not a. It's a very broken, corrupt system. Yet at the same time, we had to eat at the kosher restaurant. And it's one of these things where I sometimes get confused. How can you know that it's not a real system, but you're like, I'll still do it anyway. Yeah. For I, I think that goes back to like when I was trying to leave multiple times. I'm like, well, I want to go out on a Friday night. And then I'm like, well, who am I going to go out with? Yeah. Mm. I didn't. This was the whole world. I didn't have non-Jewish friends. I yeah. didn't have non-Jewish coworkers. I worked. I went to... Jewish schools, camps, synagogues, play dates, everything up through college, up through my first job was at the Orthodox Union of Congregations of America. Like every piece of this world was this. There was no. And if you know what I mean, they set they design yeah. it to be that way. So even if you think some things are silly or like, oh, that's annoying or like that's corrupt. There's corruption in comedy. There's corruption in this. Of like, course. I think it, it's, it's frustrating. I also you know, I also feel a certain degree of guilt. Where, you know, I know like Shabbat dinner is a big thing for you. And I, I think there's this feeling of I'm like, fuck, man, I'm never yeah. really going to be able to like do that with you. For like, sure. Like there will be like, what, twice a year other than the other Fridays I have to take off? Like it's just it's rare. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, there's a bit of a bum where I'm like, God damn it. What a shitty position. For sure. That that it's it's in. And I think like in the beginning of our relationship, I definitely like that was a struggle for me because I also don't think I had those people. And I think in the last couple of years, I've cultivated a community of friends that I do these things with that, you know, of course, it's like it's how do how do you integrate two lives? Like what's important? Like those big picture things, you know, you think about 
if people were to have a family one day. Yeah, and, theoretical and people. Theoretical people were to have a family one day. Like, how would those children be raised and how much would these things? And so, of course, there's like that looming thing. But I don't over, like, I've gotten accustomed to that kind of like, this is my thing, if that makes sense. Do you, and you've spent enough time with my mother now, like, do you consider, I'm Jew- I'm Jewish. Yeah. But, like, how do you perceive my Jewishness? Because I've said it before where I had this teacher in, in college. It was the first time I really felt upset where he, uh, it was my friend. Uh, uh, he didn't mean... You know, I said, oh, he didn't invite me to eat. This Jewish teacher had a big, all the Jewish holidays, he had big meals. And it was like epic meals with this cool teacher. And I was never invited. And I went to my friend and he said, well, he only invites the Jewish students. And I was like, I'm Jewish. And he was like, no, not really. And <laughs> I, th- I do think there is like a, there's a degree where I don't know, especially with comedy. Like, I, of course, like I've, I lean on the, the Jewishness because it's fun to play with and it's like the joke is the, the edgy joke I can make. And being with you has certainly made me feel like I'm more <laughs> Jewish by proxy. Well, I think I think even you aside, growing up, I I've redefined what like the Jewish identity is for myself, not just you, but like other Jews. Because I had to confront that when I left the Jewish community and I met other Jews who were half Jewish on their dad's side that considered themselves Jewish. And it's that same gut sort of thing where I had to fight the instinct to be like, you're not Jewish. And like, you know what I mean? But like for real. And, and I think growing. Hey, so it was like, Oh, my dad's Jewish. And I, you're like, yeah. Oh, that's, Switching that's cool. my eye. Shalom. Um, but I think like when I was, I remember distinctly when I was little, there was a, a deli, uh, kosher Cajun. It's like one of the two kosher restaurants in new Orleans. And a lot of the like gift shop area of this restaurant, cause it was like a grocery store and they had like cute sort of like, Oy vey Yiddishism type Americana Jewish references. And because I grew up in my world, that's not my version of Ju- Judaism. You know uh. what I mean? The like, booby and the schwitz and the the deli meat like that's not how my judaism was and the same way people are like oh you're so jewish did you go on birthright i'm like no i'm so jewish i spent a year learning torah in jerusalem like you know like oh bat mitzvahs what was your theme i'm like no men like it's my judaism (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny you know like so fucking separate seating like it's i didn't have a basketball and i didn't go to a single basketball theme bar mitzvah i went to hasidic dancings in like banquet halls and like so as i've left the community and then met more jews of varying degrees or or entry points i have started to embrace the like judaica judaism which is like the oi they on schlepping here mahjong Uh, like that and so i think like but even before i met you and your mom, <laughs> like I've grown to love and identify with that as part of figuring out what I identify with and like what I find cultural touchstones to. It's it's that like the Jake Cohen's of the world, like the chef. Like I think there would have been a version of me. Just for listeners, to listen to the episode with Jake yeah, Cohen. Yeah, listen. This episode, is a plug. Mm-hmm. But like I think there's there would have been a version of me even like six years ago where I'd be like, he cooks with bacon and he calls himself a Jewish chef. Like how. No, and I'm so I'm so thankful I never met 
judgmental Jewish <laughs> tovo because no. some of the things she yeah. says, I'm like, yeah. oh, but God. But you know what I mean? And now I'm like Jake Cohen. Like, I, I, I am so excited that there's, like, modern chefs that are doing it from a Jewish heritage and putting a spin on these classics and yeah. making savory babkas and making it palatable. And, like, there's been this up uptick of, like, Jewish-themed restaurants, not just, like, Katz's, but Edith's um, or... Uh, you know, I, there, there was this one place I went to an SNL after party, <laughs> not to brag, um, <laughs> but it was like everything in the menu was like laka or like it was like high end Jewish food, matzo ball soup, but uh-huh. like elevated. And now I found like a real appreciation and love for that because that is kind of where where I'm at now, where I'm not that anymore. Yeah. So when I find like. You know, your mom's from Great Neck. That's so Jewy. You know what I mean? And like, I yeah. I also didn't grow up in the tri-state area, so a lot of like Northeast Jewry, I'm I learned when I got here, mm. and I've now added to my identity as I strip away other parts. So like, I do think in many many ways you are so extremely Jewish, and then like in my version of Judaism, like not at all. You know what I mean? Like, sure. And I I'm, wish I'd grown up with more. We're having Danny Jalas this week. And Not like when Jewish we talk, at all. but like I never, I didn't have any other neurotic Jewish kids my age. I wish I had, because I feel like my neuroses was very like singular, yeah. uh, where I didn't have anyone to like relate to mm-hmm. on that level. We mm-hmm. had a lot of Jews. I went to a lot of bar mitzvahs, but they all played soccer. They all were doing athletics. Yeah, and I was like, what is this? Yeah, we um, didn't. We didn't have Jews, really. <laughs> Upstate New York. He's like, do you remember? Place. Do you remember beautiful the first place. time that someone was like? Someone introduced yourself, and you're like, "Oh my god, that's a Jew." No, oh well, no, because I I was aware because of my aunt, uh, and then like there was like the, my cousins kind of dabbled, but but you know, uh, but uh, it wasn't like you know, it wasn't like a uh, you know, I, there was of course, but not you're circumcised, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> How many times um, are you gonna ask me that? <laughs> <laughs> Until I see it, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's we we only have a little bit of time, but I do want to talk about uh, this new burst. Have you heard of? Miami Boys Choir. The Miami Boys Choir. No. Okay, so this has recently been... Now, is this because of the acapella thing that these groups exist? No, these groups these groups have full, like... Ju- if Jewish music's not acapella, it's they love a saxophone. That's the oh. one other thing you have to know about Jewish music, is they love a brass band and they love a saxophone. So I grew up listening to a lot of Jewish music. Yeshiva Boys Choir is my band of choice. It's a exactly we picture 50 young what boys do you picture before you said 50 that, what do you think russell i did Yeshiva not picture boys 50 i pictured 17 young boys i guess i actually picture them in like like church robes like like i pictured so christians it's like keepas yeah. <laughs> it's keepas yarmulkes and they're wearing like shiny vests and, and these are all Prepubescent boys, yeah, they're yeah. singing high. And so I listened to Yeshiva Boys Choir, but there's also Miami Boys Choir. Those were the two huge Jewish like groups. That's the music you'd always listen to. And like, I guess Miami Boys Choir started a TikTok channel. Oh, and they started showing up on my feed. But you know, TikTok's algorithm knows you. It's like if you're into cats, you'll get cat material. You get whatever. So I'm like, I'm TikTok knows I'm Jewish. It's been knowing I'm Jewish. So I'm like, of course I'm. Was seeing the one Miami. TikTok you just sent me recently that you got about the wife? Oh, like looking into the phone. No. Oh. the one about like being submissive to your to your man is not necessarily a bad thing. And you're yeah, like, how I'm, did I get here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got like a homemaking stay at home mom Christian TikTok. I'm That's like, like oh, sometimes this is wrong. I'll get. Uh, you know what I get a lot is is like. Um, 
two twin sisters are one of them. One of them. <laughs> no, the, no, no the, more. No, the, no the, the husband slaps the one on the butt, and it's like the twin sister. You ever <laughs> see? It's like fake pranks. I've seen that like stuff. video like three times. Different. Like yeah, it's like fake prank <laughs> videos. Yeah. But, but that wait, one in particular wait, is, is that a one weird in niche. Well, it's like it's like there's like two sisters that are like talking. One's and pretending like, to and be And then the she's like, she's like, I'm gonna go to the other room, and she like leaves the other room, and then the husband comes in, and is like, whoa, and he like spanks the twin, and like, the other twin. She goes, it's not me, and she goes, and then the other sister comes in, and is like, that's my sister. And it's like all like clearly, you know, I hate fake pranks. So, but I also always watch a the full whole fake Me prank. Too. And I, do you, get the, do you get the ones where they make the food in like stupid ways? Yes. They like put hot yes. dogs in yes. cake batter and then put 40 Ugh. eggs on top. Or they do the thing like a debt, like they're going to scare someone and it like, it, oh, it, the oh. scaring ones is the worst oh. because they do and it. And, like, and they do it because of the Facebook algorithm I where they need it. it to hit 10 minutes. Yes. So they go like, Yes. 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 And yes. It's, and it's like to the point of insanity. And I know it's and you can't. And it's, I watch it's, it. it's what's it called? Where you put invest? What is it? Uh, uh where you invest? You think uh, I've invested so much? Oh I'll keep yeah, going. sunken cost fallacy. Sunken cost yes, fallacy. Yes. There's, yes, a, yes, there's yes. something I think it should be called like an attention sunken cost fallacy or yes. time where yeah. you really you're Just like show me I the have scare. to see whatever the fucking scare whatever is, it is, even though you know the acting is going to be terrible. Yeah, whatever's coming at minute thirty six. Um. So this is so 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 then I started getting texts from people out. So then Miami Boys Choir started showing on my feed. Let's like, play play yeah. a second for so this is Miami Boys Choir. So yeah, that's Miami Boys Choir. And uh, they've gone mega viral on TikTok. And it's this weird, it is this weird cognitive dissonance where it's so part of my life, but it's like someone discovering a K-pop band. Yeah. And the whole TikTok, everyone's talking about them. And... Yeah, it's just this weird. I can't explain it, but it, it's just, it's it. I like cried because it, I don't know. It was just like my life is so separate from the way my life was in many yeah. ways that this conflation of the two, it like sometimes is like very emotionally intense. Yeah, where you're like, wait, you know about that, and you're liking it, and like, because my friends, if you've asked them for years, I mean, you ask if I asked you like, what's Toba's favorite band? All my friends, non-Jewish, like not religious, would go Yeshiva Boys Choir. Like it's a running joke that I don't have good taste. She has in music. a pillow and she has a blanket with Max these Ash little boys on it. Max got me yeah. for my birthday like a blanket of their album cover, and it's like fifty little boys on it. And but it's like a joke, you know. And but it's not though. But it's also but not. You like it, yeah. But I think it was so validating that like the internet's like, wait, this slaps, and I'm like, yeah, it yeah. kind of it is K-pop. It is this like earworm itchy music that's like high intensity like big big i don't i don't know how to describe music yeah but like, no, no yeah um here's here's yeshiva boys like is this not queen the copyright rules are oh yeah like 11 oh, seconds oh, yeah, or something yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh let's just see we'll see if we'll come back and there'll be boys singing <laughs> i'm very like i still i'm very confused by like how these entities exist because the boys age out of them well, it's, and so i'm just well, like they, new boys yeah you get new boys but, but what's the who's running this menachem begin runs what, what's the person's name okay so i think um 
I know. Ellie Gerstner runs the Yeshiva Boys Choir, and Menachem Begin runs Miami Boys Choir. I spent a summer at camp with Ellie Gerstner's sister once, and I thought she was like, oh my God, she knows someone famous. Her brother runs Yeshiva Boys Choir. Oh my God. Have you ever seen them live? No. Do they perform? They perform. So here's no, would you go to that with us? Because no. we're talking about but going to a music thing. Here's what I think is so funny because the people that the places and the people that they perform this for are so deeply religious. Like it's like oh. black and it's like black and white clothing. It's that tight. It's not modern. It's like oh, very, so they're not going to be like. But now that they've become famous on TikTok, I really imagine there are TikTok girlies that'll be like, "We went to the Shiva Boys Choir, yeah. Miami Boys Choir concert," and these audience members are going to be so. Pissed that there are all these girls. Think of it in like, like Hasidic Jews next and to like, like little TikTok girls, girlies like with, in well, tank tops and being like. Do they pictures. perform like, Be real of Miami Boys Choir. Uh, yeah. Do they perform across the country or are they just in Miami? Like no, they're. I don't even know why they're called Miami Boys Choir at this point. They're like in New York, but okay. they're playing in Lakewood, New Jersey soon. I think that this week. Tomorrow. But again, I would I would make us wear full garb. Like I'm not showing up not fitting in. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, wait, what is that for me? What would they? What would that be for men? Black pants, a white button down, and a kippa. Are you serious? Yeah. You're serious. Maybe a polo. If we go to this, I Maybe have to a wear. Polo and black. I have to wear a kippa. A hundred percent. Oh baby, that's tough. <laughs> Why would you wear a kippa? But also, we'd probably if Russell, if Russell know us, would you tell him to wear a kippa? <laughs> yeah, we'd probably have Shut to. Shut the fuck up. What he said? He said kippa hardly <laughs> even know. Um, How dare you? <laughs> I also um, think we'd probably just sit separately. Oh. This is like when I went to go meet her family, and like it's like oh, finally gonna meet her family. The first thing we do is fucking separate for the what for half the Friday trip. night dawn happening. Uh, so would you go to this? Yeah. Okay. I like. I don't think you like that kind of music. I do like. I think shitty, it's fun. I think it's like super anime fun. Anime pop, and yeah. so like that I feels like it was going to be me. like, like. Oh. What did you think? Go for it. I was thinking like gospel. Do you know what I mean? Like I was thinking real because religious yeah, music. Oh wait. No, no, but you know, like you hear religious music, and I, I picture something more serious or like more not gospel's not yeah. the right term. I was picturing like like religious singing in church. Uh-huh. Not this. I know what you mean. Wailing. You know? A little wailing. I was maybe like, but this is more like, this is Sister Act. This is like yes. when it's, we're getting fun. With hey, it, there's you know? a movie. Yeah. I think you there should be a show. I have a show pitch. Make a documentary for, of these, of these Wait, guys. Wait, I have a Produce pitch it. that's like Matis Yahoo meets, meets uh, Yeshiva Boys, Miami Boys Choir. The pitch is someone steal this and make it a show where they, it's, there's a one-to-one for a while of it, but like they get viral on TikTok. They're in this sec- secluded com- community. They end up going on all the Today shows, whatever. They become a superstar like Matisya, who became a real star. And then it is grappling with their world and this fame. Like Matisya, who's not religious anymore, but he started off in the black hat and the coat and everything and was singing about the Messiah and God and all the shit and was spreading this message. And he was, the he, we were like, oh my God, we have a pop star and he's religious so I think there is a show of like the downfall of this like group of boys. Religious. Yeah. And now that you talked about it helping one's career, <laughs> I'm starting to understand why. <laughs> I, I, I think you should make a documentary about these kids, and then and then you have the IP, and then you turn that into a movie. You should make a documentary. You love these. You love this this kind of thing. <laughs> do it on the two of them. Do it. Do it on. Do it on like the the post because I'm I'm more interested in like. These kids, then they become 13, 14, and then they they leave this group. It, but this it, isn't there's a career. So many, there's so many uh, groups like that. But though. it's not a career but right not, now. But it's not but, a career for but them But now either. they're going to be selling. They're going to be selling out. 
And but it's going to be one of those well, things like, well, where's this money going? I will say the acapella group in my college, the Maccabees, if you've heard of them. The uh-huh. Maccabees. The Maccabees is an acapella group where it's like, oh, you people graduated and then you get new members. Yeah. But my year was the year that they did, I spin my dreidel and like, I split my lockers in the air sometimes saying, oh, ayo, wow. spin the dreidel. This song went so viral that now the Maccabees is no longer a student acapella group and they did become that group and they are still performing but it was when i was in college with them this group's been around for a long time but that version of it yeah left and we're like we're gonna capitalize on this so that does happen well we're gonna go see them and we'll do we'll do our next episode <laughs> after that um uh we we do have to uh wrap it up um uh, let's just do quick, quick, uh, quick blessings, really quick, just to wrap this up. See, I got, um, I got put on this last minute. Oh, sorry. Oh my God, listen. Jamarco. Could I get a fuck it? You run the board for now on. You better count your blessings. Now I want to get a yeshiva boys choir version of the downside. That would be fun. Oh, oh that's my cool. God. Uh, uh, blessing. You got a blessing? Very quick. Um, to, uh, I had a, a, a really nice day date with uh, Nicole on Saturday because she was house sitting and she was staying in Brooklyn. And uh, But it was like nice. It was like, it felt like we were like dating again. You know, when you're like, yeah. it was like, because we weren't staying and it was like, we only could like go out and wander. It was really, uh, it was a, a really fun day. And then the second thing is, um, Oh, The Cure released new music. They haven't released new music since 2008, so I'm <gasps> very Whoa. excited uh, that they didn't put it out on Spotify yet, but I'm like, they just started touring again and some new songs are trickling out and I'm excited. Um, okay, I have to listen to you. I, I always you give all your like music, it, I, give you I, a know, sh- I give it a shot. You won't like, it, it's better if I do it with you, I think. Like, And also, I don't think you'd be into The Cure. So you, so you think it'll be better with you going like, this part right here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like explain like backstory stuff. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, but I don't think you'd be into the cure. But uh, other some yeah. other things. Well, we we might be doing uh, shrooms. I mean, we might be. We're when? doing them. We this, gotta find this them. Saturday. I I took off the night, so we're doing shrooms this Saturday. Do you that's for you sure. don't have them yet, though. You no, but it's just not like a rare. Days. Yeah, and uh, maybe I feel like it's gonna be like a let's let's try to listen to some of Russell's music, oh, and God. maybe when we're so fucked up, <laughs> we'll see what the value. I'll send you is. a shroom playlist. Send me a shroom playlist. Yeah. We'll listen to it. Um. Uh. Okay. Uh. My blessing. Um. Uh. Uh. uh Jeffrey Asmus. He suggested when we did that. Oh, that was Douglas was the guest. He he made a joke about how uh, Modest Yahoo would be good for uh, love making music. Stop. Mm. And uh, good good advice. Tova, what's your? Wow, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I had one and I just forgot it. It was about you, but oh, oh well, it was sort of oh, about you. Here we go. Um, uh, I'm alert. Can I say about? Oh, but it'll be our anniversary will have passed by then probably. But I, thing, another thing I forgot to add in my allergy list is that I'm allergic to earrings except mm. for titanium so i can't even wear pure gold and there's this one brand of earrings that makes um earrings with titanium backs and then gold plated the rest so it's the only brand of earrings i could wear i love them i'll always buy pairs and my blessing is that john marco is a nice little influencer boyfriend and i uh crafted a message for him to dm the brand being like it's our anniversary you're the only brand my girlfriend wears here's a picture of us from this wedding where she's wearing these earrings can can we do a collab and they're sending three pairs of earrings wow in exchange for like a tiktok and i'm so excited and john mark excited to do content i love we're gonna i came up with the the creative which is like this will come out after 
the 26th, yeah, yeah. where it is like she's allergic to everything. Kind of oh, like we're going great. on our date. We have to like take the cilantro, the, but not the earrings. Like yeah. something like along those lines. Oh, that's good. I'll do. I'll do a nicer blessing. We, we did <laughs> yoga. And I'm sure it's so gross to everyone outside, but we do yoga. And like when we fall in our like corpse pose, we always like kind of sort of hold hands or sort of a little <laughs> hand touch yeah. or a little. I'm sure if like I always get nervous, like when I like fuck with you, when there's like a leg over and I like kind of yeah. push you, that someone's going to be like, that man is harassing that woman. Well, he was him. doing he, the, the yoga teacher thought it was funny. He like yeah. kicked his leg over and like kicked me and she was like, hi, uh, like, the, like the bar for him was very low. Yeah, in class. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, and it's, then, you know, my toxic trait, I was like, he's flirting with her. <laughs> <laughs> He's making her he's laugh. He's kicking me to floor Yeah, yeah, her. yeah. <laughs> that was me being like, bitch, back off. <laughs> this is the downside. One, two, three. Downside.